toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet. And we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin to invite you to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you're ready to release. And take one more breath in through your nose breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. If you haven't heard, we at Be The Love Podcast are so excited to announce the Awaken Your Soul Costa Rica retreat on November 6th through the 12th, 2023 at the Magical Sunshine Sanctuary, a jungle boutique in the Montezuma Bay area. Our women's spiritual retreat is designed to raise your vibration with yoga, meditation, cacao ceremony, ecstatic dance, sound healing, a deep dive soul journey with ocean energy, and authentic Costa Rican cuisine. We would absolutely love to have you join us in this beautiful location and experience. This is an intimate group setting with very limited availability. Check out the webpage with details and registration in our show notes. Register now for early bird pricing through May 1st, and we can't wait to connect with you. So the past about three episodes on Be The Love podcast have been a really interesting ride, some definitely deep dive soul healing 
we focused on ancestral and DNA healing, and we had three guests in particular that really shared their experiences, whether it was with physical pain and ancestral healing, how ancestral patterns show up for individuals, and the Akashic records. So Stacy and I are going to just guide you through some of our thoughts and things that we have really worked through with ancestral healing and our and what the benefits that we have found for ourselves personally and also the people that we work with. Mm-hmm. This is such a beautiful topic that I think, you know, can be also kind of a little maybe daunting and maybe elusive because, you know, we're, we're working with these ancestral patterns and, you know, we're, we're also working with our own energy. And so what are we coming into as far as the different patterns that are showing up and how we can truly heal them? Are they from this lifetime or previous lifetimes? And it's something that, you know, we can really do a lot of work on, especially when we're noticing these patterns continuing to come up and we're noticing that maybe some of the work that we've done in our own lives haven't quite gotten to where we need to, but then we start seeing the patterns in our families and how they've carried forward through generation after generation after generation. And then how we can truly empower ourselves to not only heal those from the previous past, you know, the past generations, but how we can even heal them from our future generations, because it's really all just energy, right? Mm-hmm. We are working with the energetic lines of all the, our ancestors and future generations. And, you know, as we're also working with the energy of the parallel lives that we're working with. So really like connecting with all of that is, is so, so powerful to think about and like how we can really make a difference. It, it is really powerful. And I think one of, one of the big takeaways that I had over the previous three episodes, and if our listeners haven't listened to the ones by Elizabeth Kipp and Sarah V and also Morgan Rockwell, definitely check those out. Really interesting conversations. But I started just noticing really how cyclical time really is. It really challenged me to not look so linearly at, at time. Like I am just a future planner by nature. Like I like to move forward. I don't like to look much in the past. I just like to have goals set up for myself because it's energizing for me. And I still find in that process that, yes, as I'm trying to move forward and change the legacy of the past, for not only for myself, but for my daughters as well, it's really interesting how I'm now looking at time as even more like it just emulates this circle um, of all that is as opposed to, well, that was the past. This is the present futures, you know, going to come. And I think in this realm of energy of ancestral healing, we really get the opportunity to take a step back and examine our subconscious beliefs, like how we operate, um, how that has been flowing through for who knows how many generations and how it's all happening in this very synchronistic time that's not necessarily linear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's so expansive and exponential in the way that we are, our our minds are so taught to think linearly. Mm-hmm. And, but when we step out into this 
mental move out of the mental constructs we and we open up to that quantum energy we can truly tap into the energy that is more expansive and how it, it begins to like you know each affects the other and you know and and how like our genes are passed down so the dna right so you've epigenetics you know it says we can turn on genes you know through lifestyle and and so we don't have to necessarily express all the genes but if we're like being if things are being passed down through the lines of each generation you know we we might unconsciously pick up these old patterns right that we don't know like like a, a mother's egg is passed down to her daughter and so so the the granddaughter is essentially carrying the grandmother's egg and so on and so forth and so think about the energy that is stored in that egg and how much that is passed down and that you know we we don't know what we don't know right and so we're really like uh we have a small fraction of knowledge about this we so it's really you know a deeper knowing and like what what are we carrying forward with us and that what we can truly you know work on healing and seeing those patterns that have been passed down through the yeah. lineages I, I think one of the stories that really stuck with me and i'm not i can't remember which guest it was but she talked about how the three generations of rats where they did experiments mm -hmm. and like the first generation was fed something sour or something like that and then shocked mm -hmm. and then how that even though the next two generations of rats wouldn't be shocked, but they would have an, a, an aversion to that sour taste or whatever that they were fed along with being shocked. And I thought to myself, oh, not saying that we're exactly like rats, but it just brought this awareness of, wow, what did my great grandmother or even, you know, great, great grandmother, what was her like, like what in what was in her that is now also in me, even though that was someone, I mean, I vaguely know my great grandmother, but definitely not, you know, two, two greats past. And so that was a really interesting awareness of like, wow, I wonder what aversions or things that I resist. And I think that's how, at least for me, and also for some of the, the clients that I coach, when I start to notice resistance for even small things, like for example, I had shared a woman, like we were trying to get her to not eat throughout the whole day. She just would constantly graze and eat throughout the whole day. And so when I asked her, like, give your digestive system a break and just rest. And there was huge resistance to that. And initially she's like, I don't know why that's so hard. She's like, Con conceptually, it's not. But for me to actually follow through and do it, she just felt like it like it wasn't hers. And I, I think that's sometimes how those ancestral patterns can come up. Like when we feel the resistance, um, it can also come up in pain. Uh, and, and so in belief systems, for me on a personal level, like working with with worthiness, you know, the women in in my past really, I mean, obviously they didn't have as many opportunities as I do now, uh, but still the, the mindset is just really ingrained in of, oh, I'm not worthy is a very common theme that I knew I grew up with. I mean, maybe not consciously, 
but was probably fed into more than than I even realize. Yeah, absolutely. And just to think how much really is passed down that we're, right. you know, don't realize. And, you know, that brings me to like my yeah story that I wanted to share too, because um, this is a really, you know, something that happened to me more, most recently is I actually, I actually had a reading with Morgan Rockwell, our previous guest on the Akashic Records. And so that really started it, but I went in, I was, I went in with the intention of wanting to heal my teeth grinding. I've been grinding my teeth for as long as I can remember. And I've done everything I can think of, you know, that the human mind can conceptualize. And, you know, emotionally, I've done emotional clearings and, you know, also uh, wearing a mouth guard, you know, just like all kinds of different things. But uh, I had never really looked at it from an Akashic record or ancestral healing um, pattern before. And so I had this reading with her and it brought up this childhood memory and where I didn't feel safe enough to speak my truth. And so we did some clearing around that and, you know, she brought me into this beautiful place and I had my guides and healer, you know, healers there. And so, so I, I could still feel that, you know, it didn't quite get to um, the root because that was still in this lifetime. And I had a sense that it was from an ancestral pattern. And so last weekend after this session, so that kind of sparked the, you know, the pattern or the process of this healing. And last weekend, I had the opportunity to sit with ayahuasca with this tribe from Brazil. And so I was in ceremony with this intention and what uh, the grandmother ayahuasca showed me was that I had been storing this anger and resentment in my jaw from my mother, from my grandmother, from my great grandmother, and this whole line of the lineage of women who, of, you know, who women who did not feel like they could speak their truth and they were silenced and did not feel like they had the ability to speak. And this is, you know, I think a generational Thing, but it was also, you know, women in general, like, haven't been able to speak their truth, or there wasn't a safety with that for many, many years, um, at least, you know, my line of lineage. And so I was holding on to all that. So during the ceremony, I was given the, this message, but I was also, uh, I was given this message of that. And then I was able to release the energy that was stored in my jaw through this deep breathing and transmuting of the energy that was there. And it, it just like, and I could feel the energy of ayahuasca working on my, my jaw. And ever since then, like I have felt this release, like I haven't had this tightness, like I was having, I was having this, like, like my, yeah, my jaw was feeling even more and more tight, like than usual. So it was like really making me aware of this. And so it was pretty profound at like the level of healing. And I, and so that's where I'm at right now with it. And so I feel like, you know, I'll, I'll know 
as time goes on, if there's more healing, there's, you know, healing happens in layers. So I feel like we're always on this journey, but that was a really profound shift for me and through my own ancestral patterns. Right. What a, what a deep awareness and, and so healing on, on many levels. And you also brought up a really good point is, yes, I know we tend to think of ancestral healing as being our own ancestral line, like a bloodline, but that I don't think is necessarily the case when we think in terms of spirit and we're, we're all connected. We're all in unity. And you talk about, you know, women, you know, women's voices being suppressed. And that has been, you know, a, a history over how many generations um, passed down. And I think that's also another aspect to just bring to our awareness. Like maybe it's not even just my family lineage, but as a as a collective, as a whole, like, and, you know, part of our mission you know, for this podcast is raising the vibration of humans, all humans and the planet. And I think ancestral healing can really be a core piece of that and not saying, you know, someone has to be all in and, and, you know, do all, all the things, but just to, just to have an awareness of where we've come from, not saying that we have to stay stuck there and a willingness to move out of some of those lower vibrational patterns, uh, whether it is teeth grinding or, you know, having a sense of low self-worth uh, or however it shows up. But I wanted to circle back to one of our interviews where when someone has this knowing of like, it just doesn't feel like mine. That's also, I think, another key takeaway uh, when there's some type of ancestral component uh, to our healing. You know, when someone's like, you know, I just I have whether it's physical pain issues or mental, emotional struggles, whatever that might be. But it feels so much more than just mine. And I think that can be another like signal that, you know that ancestral healing might come into play, whether it's through our own ancestral line or more as a collective. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, you make two really beautiful points. You know, the first one that I wanted to comment on was that as we are doing this healing work, you know, and and we are healing, it's because it's not linear, right? So when we're doing our work, we are spreading that energy outward and that was actually a uh, an image I received from my ayahuasca journey was that like as I'm doing this work where it's kind of like this network of community and healing and giving everyone this permission to heal and we're you know raising the vibration as we're we're all doing this work whether you're sitting with ayahuasca or other plant medicine or, or not right if you're doing the work you're doing the healing work for for people and it's moving the energy and so whether you know it or not it's it's really it's contagious it's it's <laughs> you know and lack of better you know words but it's all cuz we're spreading that love we're spreading that permission to heal and to look at things these wounding that once we might have like felt shame around and now we're able to speak it and normalize it because it's all part of our collective energy that we are you know really working to heal and I actually, I forgot about the second point I wanted to make. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, maybe it'll circle back at yeah, some I point. Yeah, I think so. But those, that was like, you know, a really big takeaway for me is, you know, this, how important 
to do our work and really recognize that, you know, it's, it's really powerful and whether or not it's ours or someone else's, you know, we, you know, whether it came from a lineage or, you know, is ours in this lifetime, we have the responsibility to look at it. You know, we don't have to take fault in it, and but we do have the responsibility to to begin that healing journey. Right. And I love how you say taking responsibility because there and there's probably also been some times in my life, but with other people where where they do stay stuck or where they say, well, that's just my family lineage, or that's just my genes. And it's almost like used as an excuse to not take the responsibility to do the work. And although, yes, it it can be challenging, it can be, you know, just painful. That's where I think support is so important and finding someone that can help you move the energy, like you mentioned, so it doesn't stay stuck. So we don't stay stuck. And that I think can be a really subconscious belief, like, oh, well, this is just the way it is. I think that, you know, I could see that, you know, in my family, oh, there's nothing I can do about it. It's just in my genes. And epigenetics, like you mentioned earlier, is is proving that wrong. Like we can, we don't necessarily need to express uh, that gene. And with lifestyle choices, with or without plants, but raising our vibration in ways that we know are healthy. And that includes our relationships of people that we choose to be in our lives to help us move forward. Um, Other conscious seekers that we can like take this journey with, because like you said, it doesn't end. It's not like we'll have some, you know, final point and then like, well, that's it. I'm done. Um, There's always going to be another layer and another layer. And I, I think that's kind of exciting because that's all the more opportunity that I get to know myself. And then I also get to relate to others in that deeper way. Absolutely. <laughs> it reminds me, I mean, just, and, and this might be a whole other be the love episode, but, <laughs> but I am like, you know, in, during this journey, I came up against a, a part of me that feels that stuck energy. Mm-hmm. Right. And so pushing forward, that's like the next layer. Like I feel this energy there and I'm like getting really, really curious about what it is because, you know, there's no, there's no destination. It's all a process. And I'm right, you know, and I, I don't know if it's the ancestral or if it's part of my own energy. Right. But it's now it's about getting curious and feeling that where I feel that in my body and whether or not it's mine or, or my ancestral, it's my responsibility to begin really looking at this so I can move through the energy. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to explore this really scared because this is also, you know, as we're doing this work, it does open up, you know, that those ego defenses and the experiences of, you know, an ego death, right? Even every layer you go through is part of that ego death. And that can be ancestral trauma or your own, but it's really um, recognizing that, you know, there might be blocks, there might be that resistance, and that's gonna, that might show up to this healing, but it's so powerful. And we don't need to go right into the trauma, we can really focus on, recognizing the resistance let's feel that first because that layer feels a little safer than 
going right into the depths of the soul and the ego and you know which is gonna like put up these like this big fight which I've experienced but um <laughs> but I'm like okay okay ego I can like I can handle whatever's coming up right like it's gonna be okay you know it's, it's safe it's safe now it may not have felt safe back then it might not have felt safe for our ancestors to you know speak their truth but it's safe for me to go through the feeling of this and and to you know begin helping release that from from the the trauma that they experienced and that you know that I may have experienced along the way as well yeah very true and i love how you say i'm curious you know instead of i think a lot of people could say oh, that sounds really scary to dive into that dark place and i think where that's where you've done a lot of the the grounding work and you know so many of the things that we've talked about of you know really nourishing self care to feel grounded to feel like yes i do deserve to heal these deeper layers of myself and i would definitely encourage listeners if that isn't in place for you like have that support that you need you know ground yourself be good to your body breathe so deep you just expand from you know all levels high nutrition i mean so many of the things that we've talked about to raise your vibration because i do think ancestral healing is this like deep dive into the unknown and i love how you say i'm curious about that like that's when you know you're ready you mm -hmm. know when someone's going oh my gosh that freaks me out so bad i'm like well you know then it's like a not yet and that's okay we don't have to do the the really deep scary dive if we don't feel like we're grounded enough embodying what we need that safety uh before we do dive in absolutely and thank you so much for listening to Be The Love podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes or Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. And if you haven't heard, we are so, so excited to announce the Awaken Your Soul Costa Rica Retreat on November 6th through the 12th, 2023. We would absolutely love to have you join us for a beautiful and vibration-raising experience. Please check out the webpage with details and registration in the show notes. And I am Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer and coach, I offer online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health and well-being. Check out my website at sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I am a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, my book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. And you can check out our links in the show notes. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, please visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heatherlyn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heatherlyn and her music, 
please visit her website at heatherlandmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. <laughs>